Hello, everyone. My name is Rafael. I'm COO of Randos LLC. Hello, everybody. My name is Juan Pablo. I'm CEO of Randos LLC. How are you doing today, Juan? Oh, very good. Very excited for the questions of today. Uh, we have received a, a lot of feedback from, from our listeners, and I am really excited about it. Let's start with this question. That <clears throat> states, how do you start a small business when you have no idea where to begin? Oh, <laughs> and for anyone uh, yeah. that hasn't started a business, it's uh, a really good time to listen because... You're going to get a lot of information. For all those that are listening to this podcast, remember that when you start a business, you have to start from something that you're comfortable. Don't stretch yourself and don't go into things that because you hear that they're going to make a lot of money, it's going to make a lot of money for you. Everything is competition. So stick with what is good for you. If you make a lot of money doing the things that you love, then you're gonna have you're gonna buy your freedom you're gonna have that money to buy for the for the time that that you need to pursue the things that you love the priority is financial freedom if you have skills use them if you have knowledge use it because those are the things that you have in your arsenal to create your business and to have a better understanding and to have a better chance of success, you have to use those skills. Most of the times people, most of the time people don't use those skills or, or they think that they have a passion and everything. Look, if you have a passion, go after it when you have something to lean on, when you have a business that is paying your bills, because you're still going to have to eat, you're still going to have to pay uh, electricity, rent, food, what's all the stuff so worry first about your financial freedom so how do we start we're going to start with things that you know in our case rafa and mine we knew a lot about routes we knew about ratings we knew about stops we knew about how to manage time and how important it is to know about certain skills besides doing a route besides doing deliveries understanding that part it was the main thing uh, for rounders you observe your environment it is not about what you can do what you want people what you want to sell people but what can you offer for people the main reason business don't have success is because people think they have to follow their passion from the beginning okay but let's let's talk about something. If if I am in an old town, let's say where I was raised, where people have to decide between, in my time, they had to decide between uh, school or work at 12 years old. But if someone is there and someone says, oh, I'm gonna put a, a, a dojo because I wanna teach karate, what are the chances that I am gonna send my kids to karate when I am choosing, I am putting them to choose between school and work. Oh, that is, that's very true because there's no need for it at, in, in that area in that point in there's time. There's not, there's not. So even if or, it's your passion, there's no reason for you to be building something that is just not gonna produce any profit. 
Exactly, exactly. And also, what are you gonna, if, if you like, let's say, oh, I like to record music. I, I wanna put a, stu a studio, a music studio. I received that question I, and, and I'm gonna repeat it again. Studios are dying. People can produce good material with their phones. That means your competition is every single person that owns a phone. If you wanna go to that path against that many competition, be my guest, I, I really don't see much of a future investing in equipment, investing in stuff that it is only because <clears throat> it's your passion. Now, I am not saying that it's not possible. It is absolutely possible. But it is more difficult to build a, a business that has competition than to build a business that is going to disrupt old models and, and hopefully make a big impact, a positive impact in the economy. So the first thing what we, we have to think about it is services. Just to resume, you, you're telling us that we need, to we need to find the skills that we can do first. We need to yes. find the skills that we have. And also it seems that the needs and wants of the market play a big role in, in how your business grows. Yes, absolutely. Um, and this is what I was going. When you think about a service, from the moment that you think about a service, it's not what, what you want to do, like I was saying. It's about to serve the community. It's about uh, to think for answers. And that's the first, that's the first clue that you're in the right path. When you when something happens to you, when you're in the street or when you're in the house or when you have you face a problem, most people stick in that area and they get frustrated. And it happens to all of us that we get frustrated because something is not going our way. When you get frustrated, chances are a lot of people have that problem. So it is a good model to think about solutions. People will pay for solutions. The same frustrations that you have, chances are a lot of people have them. We are um, in a society where, where we want solutions. We will pay for solutions. So don't think about you what you want. Think about the solutions that you can provide because those are the ones that, is gonna, that they're gonna provide um, your revenue, not as a goal, the revenue, because you're going for the solutions, but they are going to produce. Let's talk about randos. When we were talking about randos, uh, the, the first topic it was, <laughs> I wish I will knew where the elote guy was. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and that one, you said that phrase, and I remember like if it was yesterday. I bugged I, about uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then I and then I told you, well, probably there's an app. Probably there's a way. And there wasn't. Um, and there was not. So we said, okay, then someone should do it. That was the question. Someone should do it. I cannot wait for someone to do this. And, then you and that's when I said, 
And you suggested we do it. <laughs> we should do it. Yeah. What a crazy idea. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> but ideas evolve and they have to evolve because as you develop some ideas, as you develop a business, you're gonna you're gonna find yourself that you're gonna have a lot of problems. So you have an idea and then what is it? Is, is it going to stick there? Do you need help? Do you need opinions? Do you need um, to do research, which is the first thing that you need to do, obviously. So start for that. You find a solution, you find a problem, start looking for the solution. Start, start looking for the solution, do your research. First of all, you're going to find, you're going to look for things that uh, is going to be probably your competition. Why? Because they already have a model, because they already have a structure, because uh, you have to rely on something. Ideas most of the times are not always new. They're not new. A lot of people have tried them. And if a lot of people try them, but you cannot find it, that means they failed. Research those because you, you, you have to learn what not to do when already to have a better chance. In our case, we wanted to do not just food, but you, we wanted all services. Because if, if you're an electrician, you don't want an app just for electricians, because how many times a house is gonna call an electrician? But if in the same app, you have electricians, you have plumbers, you have a mobile car wash, you have dog walkers, you have pet groomers, you have food trucks, you have all those kind of services, nail stylists, hairdressers, all those kind of services. And I'm talking about services that anyone can create from one day to another within their skills. You are not creating, and uh, in, in our head, we were not creating just one business. We were creating a community where everyone help each other because if if i build uh, tables if i build if i put together beds if i put together dining sets if i put together and that's my business chances are i'm still gonna need a lunch truck once in a while i'm still gonna need an electrician in my house plumber a mechanic because that's not what i do so we were building a community. So when you think in your, in your solutions to build something stronger, something bigger than you, things will follow. Things always follow when, when, when you put them in the right path, when you don't put money as, as a, the ending part of it. When you put the community and you put easy ways for entrepreneurs to start working and start making money, you are giving the chance to your community. So that's our, that's, that's actually our goal. After finding out the skills that you have that you can do and finding, finding out what needs can be met for the market, what would you say the next step is towards starting your new business? First of all, I will think searching your competition. If you're gonna start a business, 
chances are it already exists. So what you want to do is research your competition. And, and we talk about this one about pricing. Take care of, of your industry, take care of your business. It is not right to cut your costs. And we talked about this one in a previous episode when I was telling you that if you start cutting costs, if you start charging less for your services, the next generation that is going to be your competition will do the same because that's what people used to do when they don't have much experience opening a business. Oh, and then right. the next generation is going to charge a little bit less. And then the next generation is going to, so you end up at the end of several generations, so a couple of generations having a business and charging as a worker. So yes. you want to protect Actually, that one. Guys, that was a very interesting talk. And if you guys haven't heard it, it really be important for you guys to check that talk out. Yeah, so you want to you wanna protect your industry because that's, that's what it's going to pay you your bills, right? So you want to protect that one as the first check in your competition. And then the next step, I will think um, before you start doing anything, create your sole proprietorship, create your LLC, create your C corporation, create, do the research and go to the government office, the offices, go to the small business association that is gonna be within your community and get the permits and necessary permits. I wanna tell you why. If you're sole proprietorship, or if you're an LLC, all those things, they, they're taxed differently. And the problem is not to make money because if you have skills, if you have a job, if you can do something, that is a valuable skill in the work, in the work uh, industry. So making money is, is practically easy. You just go find a job and you're already making money. So you would say that the taxes are, are as important as profits or sometimes even more, right? Because well, sometimes you don't even know where that money goes. You just, <laughs> you just lose yes. it in the taxes. <laughs> to, make, to make money is easy. To keep it is the hard part. So instruct yourself. Study about what is right for you. Talk to an accountant. Uh, check laws, check with the, with the small business association in your community, check government uh, websites. I think mainly Ask with people. the government websites right now, because of COVID, they're not letting a lot of people into city halls. Yes, well, yeah, check in the websites, make calls, do everything that you need to do in order to get all the proper information. Because even if you start doing something and you don't have the proper permits, you can get sued, you can lost everything, you can lose everything. So you you really don't want to start and go backwards right away. Yeah, so, right. And would you suggest if you have a little extra money to try to grab professional help rather than to just do it all by yourself, right? Because you don't wanna you don't wanna <laughs> yeah. make, make a mistake on one of these types <laughs> of issues that has to do with law. There, there are things that even though we want to save a little bit of dollars, it can cost us more. 
So if you think that is out of your skills, just, just get someone, don't, don't risk it, especially if you're gonna start your own business. There's no need to, to risk your whole portfolio, your whole business, just because you wanted to save, well, I wanted to save a couple of dollars. It's really not worth it. There's no need to be a hero, or in this case, a villain. <laughs> <laughs> now, once you have your, your paperwork, get insurance because things happen. Regardless of what you do, regardless of the things that you've done, the, your experience and the field, regardless of anything, things happen. So get your insurance for those, for, for, to be ready for that moment. That's, I don't even need to extend that or to make it um, not important. It is important and it is one of the most important things, especially if you're gonna go on services that means you're gonna go in people houses. That means you're gonna have to deal with uh, more people and, and property that is not yours. So you wanna protect yourself. Correct. Would you say you wanna get the insurance at the same moment that you structure your company or you wanna time it to be activated once you're starting business? Once you start your business, uh, have it sometimes to structure a business and to get the paperwork and start working. It takes weeks, days, uh, sometimes hours, sometimes months. We, we've been working in rounds for a couple of years and we're still having a lot of developing programs in the mix, uh, like this podcast and everything and, and a lot more projects and a lot more updates. So it's a work in progress all the time. It's an evolving process. But as soon as that one hits the market, you have to have insurance because you have the risks. So yeah. if you're waiting for the paperwork and everything, it's fine. You can, you can hold insurance. But as soon as you're going to start, don't go into business without insurance. Yeah, you don't so, want to find yourself liable with no insurance. That's, that's scary. <laughs> Just time it and you'll be okay. And you don't have to overpay or nothing. Just with proper timing, you're going to be okay. In our community, we have single parents, elderly folks, students, people that sometimes wonder, how much is it going to cost me to start a new business? You know, it might be a scary idea to not have any guide on how to do it let alone know how much it's going to cost. So do you have any put on this? Yeah, first of all, I know, and to be honest, this is one of my goals, to help the most vulnerable people. I know that there is a lot of single parents that they have a tough times because of their schedules and their kids. I know that other young kids in school, they they need a little bit of money and they, they want to work, they want to do something. I know also uh, retirees that just their social security is not enough and, and they, they cannot get a job or, or they just don't want a full-time job. I know that also older people, they have a ton of problems trying to find a job because of their age. Those are the people that 
I worry about the most. And that is why we created this mainly. Um, because, look, if you really, really don't have money, just start with your sole proprietorship. Sole proprietorship is going to cost you in California, which is what I know, it's less than $100. Top. Sometimes it's not cost. Sometimes it's like $14, $15, $20. It depends on the things that you're going to do. So start with your sole proprietorship but aim for the LLC, for your, um, the taxes protections and all the perks that an LLC provide. Oh, the, uh, the sole proprietorship can be as little as $14? The 14, 15, it's less than a hundred, but it always depends on in, in your industry that you're going to- uh, and The business that you're- and, Yeah, that you're gonna build, so check, 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 do your research and get your paper, the right paperwork. Don't, don't leave it to chance. Also, I have to let you know that, and everybody that is listening to me, I'm not a lawyer, this is not a legal advice, but I have experience and you should do things the right way from the beginning. Um, so I'm talking about that you can start your company with less than a hundred dollars plus insurance. Insurance is obviously, they cost differently depending on the area, depending <clears throat> in, in your industry. And it depends on a lot, but don't leave those to chance. And now that you know from experience, would you say that there is one better than the other between sole proprietorship or an LLC or another sort of structure? Or it's just to each person to do their homework and investigate which one is better suited for their business? Well, first of all, yes. You shouldn't do what I do because I did my homework. And the things that I've done, um, they work with my business. So do your research and aim for the things that you should have. In my personal experience, LLC provides me the most, the most protections and the most perks to, to protect my money because that's at the end of the day what you want. To protect your assets. Yes, to protect my assets and my finances. They're gonna be more flexible to help you and to start building your business. A lot of a lot of people I've seen, um, and this is something that I want you to avoid. A lot of people don't understand that if they're going to start doing something and they start from zero, there is a learning curve that you have to be aware of. You have to accept the critics, even if those critics is your own family, even if those criticism some, uh, okay, even if those criticisms comes from, from your friends, from your neighbors, you have to learn around your business. You have to learn about the business and how to, how to make it grow. Let's take again the example of you being the nail stylist. <laughs> well, it's not that I want to put you in that business. It's just the one that I, I 
recently saw and 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 one of the entrepreneurs that I that I I heard about. No, no, you're fine. I might even start my own nail business. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're gonna be my first customer though. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> the first one that puts a like in in this podcast. We're gonna we're gonna send them to you. <laughs> oh, nobody's gonna say nothing. Nobody's gonna say nothing. Watch all the lights come flooding in. Oh, me first, me first. <laughs> okay. Um. So let's say that you are the nail stylist, and I've seen this very often that the trends change signs, colors, textures. And if you're starting in your business, you're gonna use the skills that you have. Well, after you do your research, you're gonna notice your competition and it's gonna be pretty scary sometimes when you when you study your competition. So when I said that you have to start with friends and family, it's not, it's not because you want to start charging money right away. It's because you have the learning curve because they're gonna, they're gonna give you a, an honest feedback. It's because they're gonna send you videos because I want you to ask for those videos. I want you to ask for opinions. I want you to, fix the stuff that you messed up. I want you to tell your friends and your family and your neighbors, I'm starting my new business and uh, I want you to be my customer. And I'm, I know that most likely I'm gonna mess up, but I know that you're gonna help me. So <laughs> help me. <laughs> because there is that learning curve. You don't wanna go charge right away for your business if you're barely studying. Nobody's gonna give the reference of you and you want that. That's an interesting point. What if you don't have, maybe you don't have a lot of friends or family that you can rely on for honest criticism? Would do you say that it's a good idea to just go forward into the market? Yes, but with promotions. What do you mean by promotions? Um, Discounts and whatnot. Because because you want to protect the 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 price of your business of your industry. So let's say that example that a set of nails charge seventy dollars. Okay. And and you're gonna say, okay, I am a student and I am given a promotion of thirty dollars of twenty five dollars because this is the learning curve. So you start getting customers and you have, you're gonna get a little bit of money, but you're also gonna sacrifice a lot. But oh. since people already know that you're a student, that you are practicing, they're gonna be more open to give you credit, to say like, okay, let's just do it. If not, we'll, we'll just go back and, and fix the stuff. But it's going to give you also the chance that when you return and you are a pro to raise your prices, when you have more skills and you have a bigger investment, better equipment and everything, 
you're gonna have the opportunity to raise your prices and to protect your industry. Do you think there is a risk in the image that you give when you do this tactic of promotion? Always. Yeah. And that's there's, just something that you no, have to there's something to deal that with, yeah, right? because because you're because you're telling me that you don't have too many friends, too many, too much family, too many uh accessible neighbors, too many, too many people that you feel confident. So you have to take the risks that whatever is in your position. One of the things that is gonna keep you moving forward is the ability to improvise, the ability to find ways around the problem. That is the only way that you're gonna be successful. And look, everything, everything in our society is it moves with that um, idea to improve. If you don't improve, you stay behind. What happened to Nokia? Eh? If you're late, you're not gonna make any big impact in, in, your, in your group, in, your, in, in the society. In your business. In your business, which is what happened with the, business, with the Windows phones. Eh? Oh, that's right. They came in pretty late, huh? Yes, yes. So you have you have to take risks, but you have to be open to improvise if necessary. And always take responsibility. That, that I think, I believe, and because of my experiences, every time that I that I make my mistakes, which I, I do make them, I'm not perfect. I do say, you know what? This was my mistake. I'm really sorry. And I'm gonna fix it for you right now. And no cost because it was my mistake. Or I'm gonna go back or I'm gonna replace it or I'm gonna fix the issue. There's always, um, there's always, you can always avoid a fight with a customer and you can always avoid to lose a customer if you say, this was my mistake. Yes, it was my fault. I'm gonna fix it right away. You have more chances to keep that customer than if you say, no, it was not, no, it was like that before I came. It was this, it was that. Just just don't. Understand that a customer is a relationship. It is not one-time sale and that's it. So take care of your customers and take responsibility for them. Yeah, those those are all really good tips and I think we've reached the end of today's question. <laughs> thank yes, you everyone uh, for tuning in and thank you for reaching the end of this podcast. And for all of you that stay tuning in till the end, we have a bonus tip. And what would you like to add, Juan? Once you set up your business and once you are ready to roll, don't let that there's nothing better than that is created with that intention. Don't let the app round us go to the Play Store or to Apple Store. Don't let it. Set up your route. Put pictures of your of your um, services. Set up your stops. Put prices. Start marketing that. Every time that you go to a customer, you tell them. Would you mind giving me a, 
and review, ask for that one. Because if you keep your ratings above 4.5, you will keep wearing roundest colors. That's gonna distinguish you from the rest of the people that they're not doing, they're not going the extra mile. So do that. It is, that app is built for you. And if you're here hearing us, you know that that app is this program. Correct. And how much is it one to sign up? Ooh, that's the best thing. The first 14 days is completely free. It's it's on us. It's it's on us. Oh, and after the 14 then, days? Well, then you have two choices. There is the basic for all those that they that they still struggling. Uh, we're gonna have we're gonna have it for this year. We already moved some stuff and for this year. We're gonna have it for free, the basic. Originally, it was uh, $29 or something like that, or, or numbers, I don't know. I don't remember very well at this point, but the premium, it was gonna be $49.99 or something, or $39.99, yes. which I reduced it. Uh, $10. This app is a movement. This app is created to help our communities and to help the economy. Take advantage of this year because it, it costs a lot of money to keep up with certain stuff. And eventually we, we're gonna have to change the prices to, to maintain the services. But right now, this is your chance to build your, your business and to have enough to, to make it grow and not that expensive. If you don't want to spend that and that, don't spend. It's going to be free. If you want the premium services, $10. That's it. Obviously, if a customer uses a card or something when, when they're paying you, they're going to have the same charges that they're going to have in, in a store. It's about 50 cents uh, every time they, they pass the car. So those are all the costs. So you're, you're safe. If you, don't, if you need to start your business and you don't have money, there are ways. So get up, do it. Do it, do it, do it. We're here for you. And thank you very much for joining me today. My name is Juan Pablo. I'm CEO of Roundos LLC. And thank you for being with me, Juan, and thank you, everyone, for tuning in. I'm Rafael, CEO of Roundus LLC. And just remember, you can always follow us at Roundus LLC on Facebook, Instagram,